It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Please take your seats quickly, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The Passing Shot and our Davis Cup catch-up. Spain clinched title against Canada at the Kaja Magica. GB suffers semi-final heartbreak after Nadal heroics. And Roger Federer and Sasha Zverev play in front of 42,000 fans in Mexico City. The Davis Cup final between Spain and Canada. It's been it's been a great week, I think, for tennis and this new Gerard Piquet backed uh, event in Madrid. Me and Kim were there earlier in the week for the group stages, and we've obviously been watching it um, on the TV as well from home. I just think it was a bit sad, Kim. We uh, we had to go we had to go so early. I know. I wish I could have stayed for the whole whole week now, and especially with with the GB uh, fans being given free tickets, you know, Andy Murray put out on his Instagram that they were looking for, you know, anyone in Madrid who wanted to come and watch. <laughs> they got about 900 people in. So, I mean, that would have been a great opportunity if we were there still. I did message him to say, does that, in- does that cover my flights back to Madrid <laughs> as well? But I, I you know, it's surprisingly only. I didn't, I didn't get a response. I don't know why, but um, unfortunately I didn't get a response, but yeah, me, me and Kim were out in Madrid earlier this week. We got to see we got to see Spain, Croatia, Spain, Croatia, and Britain, uh, Britain, uh, Kazakhstan, and then you also saw a bit of Serbia, Russia, and yes. Argentina, Argentina, Chile. Chile. So, yeah. What is good is you can literally go for two days, and if you got the day and the evening sessions, you'd get eight mm. different teams. So you can see an awful lot of tennis for like a very short space of time. You could definitely pack a lot of tennis in a short space of time, which I think is, is great for like diehard fans like me who and, and you who you know we just want to see as much tennis as possible and you know what we've kind of what we did out there is we did our own we did something a little bit different did we Kim? we did our own davis cup diaries where we literally outside the kaja magica on a little blue sofa uh, we were recording our preview um and reviews of the ties that we uh, were going we were going to see um and so this episode we've actually going to split it into two parts the first part is going to deal with the the experience that you know the, the experience that we got as fans inside um the Caja Magica um at the Davis Cup in Madrid and then the second part is going to be recapping all the stuff from basically when when we got home, so the Davis Cup final, um, how GB uh, got on, including uh, you know their semi final against Spain, um, and then also talking about uh, Zverev versus Federer exhibitions in South America. So here is uh, part one, our Davis Cup diaries, and yeah, 
don't forget to listen to part two as well. Hello everyone, Joel and Kim here. We are live at the Davis Cup. We are currently waiting to go in for Spain versus Croatia. Uh, we're on a lovely, lovely little blue sofa, aren't we? Outside the outside the, the main court. Yeah, but I'm just trying hard not to get dripped on from the <laughs> the rain that's like leaking through the ceiling from above. Yeah, it's, so. it's, it's not a glorious day in Madrid. It's raining at the moment. We're obviously very thankful this is an indoor tournament because I don't think there'd be any play if if, uh, if it was outdoors. So uh, Yeah, it's certainly very different to when I came to the Caja Mágica before for the Masters in, in May when it was nice and sunny and everyone was, you know, gloriously resplendent on the clay. Um, it's a bit, it's a bit, you know, cold and chilly, but hopefully, you know, Rafa's going to warm us up later on. Well, we don't know if Rafa is playing. We assume Rafa is playing. We bloody because, hope he's playing. Well, yeah, I know, I know. We we do hope he's playing because the first match there is is being confirmed as Bautista Agutz. Is that right? Yeah. Against versus someone we've never heard of. Yeah. Borna Gojo. Yeah. Which I thought was going to be Borna like, Torres. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was like a, a typo. <laughs> but it was a typo. Yeah. Yeah. But, so um, yeah, he's 280 in the world. So I'm expecting RBA to kind of come through that one in straights. But you know, Andy was playing some random guy from the Netherlands today. I mean, I've never heard of that what, guy. What's his was, name? No, I can't remember. I can't either. remember. Yeah. Gl- Glintspor or something. Um, that is going on at the moment. The doubles is about to start in the uh, one. The deciding crucial doubles match um we GB did Netherlands. we did wonder if we could try and sweet talk our way into that match for that deciding doubles because that i feel like it could go either way at the moment obviously i'm hoping that what i'm assuming is going to be jamie murray and neil skupski pull out the victory i mean to be honest it sounds like dan evans had chances to make it a 2-0 win for for gb so a bit yeah. disappointing for yeah. dan but i mean we we could have lost both of those matches though if andy hasn't come back he was one four down in the third set, yeah, so, so that yeah. was that was a good good comeback. Um, that, but yeah, I that, do... that that was a, that's a day session, and bearing in mind the night session is meant to start in 40 minutes, and they still haven't got the doubles on court. I feel like the tie off that, which I think is in Australia, Australia, Belgium, yeah. they're going to be that, waiting. Gonna go I think any Aussie fans who've come over, they just needed to have stayed on their original time zone. Um, it's all like nocturnal action, I think, uh, this week. But yes, um, I mean, I do like a bit of West Corbett, I have to say. I, I wouldn't put my money on Jamie Murray and Neil Skupski winning that one. Well, it could go either way. I, 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 hope, I hope, we obviously hope for a GB win. We're going to be seeing them tomorrow in action. Um, but yeah, we're kind of obviously walking around the outside of the, the main court at the moment. It's great to see all the fans here. There's lots of people in fancy dress. They're handing out free flags, which you've probably seen on our Twitter. And um, yeah, I quite like the fact that you've got all the different sorts of nations here. That It feels like everyone is represented. I know people were saying like France have like barely got a, like a fan here. But, you know, walking around, we've seen lots of different nationalities. And I do think it's quite... It was quite unique, and I've not been in that sort of situation, I guess, before when watching live tennis. Not for tennis, no. It's nice. I do like it. I do like a bit of flag action. I luckily got the second to last Where's your Spanish face flag. Paint? Where's your face paint? Well, yeah. Okay, I've got I bad skin, so you know it reacts with that's mine. That's no excuse. <laughs> but yeah, I managed to get one of the last Spanish flags, and you went and picked up a Croatian yeah. flag to be. I had you know, to be that guy. Neutral. Be that guy. Um, so yeah, we're gonna be waving those later. A bit of fun. Um, annoyingly, they still have this like drinks box law so I had to smuggle mine. You tried mine to get in, bo- in the bottle cap. Topless, yeah. yeah. That was the bottle, not me. But um, yeah, so yeah. 
we're yeah so we're yeah we're waiting i think we've got another kind of 40 minutes yeah before play officially starts um but yeah i think we're looking looking forward to it. i think we're obviously fully expecting a spain 3-0 win i feel like kim is just hoping that nadal Plays. Well, I hope so, and I hope he gets his 26th straight Davis Cup yeah. single victory. That's an awesome record. Which does rem- remind us, great, great fact we learned today. Who's the only person to have won against Rafael Nadal in Davis Cup? What's the answer, Kim? You already know that. Is he Austrian? Or Czech? I think he might be Austrian. There's a Dennis Novak who's Austrian. I'm not so sure about Yuri. But that was back in 2004, so Rafa's not lost. I think Dennis Novak just lost to Yannick Sinner in a random challenger. I could be completely wrong. Oh, yeah, that, he but... probably did. Um, <laughs> all but... the Novaks <laughs> of the world. Um, yeah, so hopefully, you know, that record won't be broken tonight. Um, that would just be my luck, wouldn't it? But, um, Joel, you've already had a bit of action yesterday with Argentina against Chile. Straight off the, straight off the plane. Obviously, I got up at... For, uh, what? I got up at 3.30am in London just so I could make that Argentina-Chile match uh, which was on the day session yesterday yesterday on the um, on the Caja Magica. Why did you choose Argentina-Chile out of the other matches that were happening out of interest? Uh, it was the cheapest ticket going and I didn't also know how if I was going to be able to stay awake for it because um, it, yeah, it was already a long day by that point the players had stepped on court but I did get to see um I saw, so who did I see? I saw Nicholas Jarry against Guido Peya. And then um, I saw Christian Garin versus Schwartzman. I think I was probably hoping they would be a little bit more competitive than they were. Diego Schwartzman is just awesome. He's just kind of like an absolute wall and he just moves around the whole court. But it's but he also is able to very easily turn uh, defence into attack. So it was great to kind of see him play. Um, I was expecting a little bit more from Nicholas Jarry because I think there's been a lot of chat about him this season. Um, but it feels that it's kind of, I don't know, it feels like it's wavered out a little bit over I the season. I don't think he's won a match since July or something. So um, definitely beat it out on the latter half yeah, of the season. Yeah, and it, it, it showed. Um, I did think, you stay awake though or did Jarry send you to sleep? I just, I just about stayed awake. I think brutally one of my friends messaged me on WhatsApp and said Nicholas Jarry is just basically a South American... John Isner, which I thought was a bit harsh. But. Oh, that, that is a bit. Wait, is he a big server? Yeah, he's he's like a he's a tall guy. He's got a big serve and he's got some big ground strokes. But it was it wasn't working for him yesterday, um, and it wasn't working for Christian Garin either. And, and Argentina uh, came out. I, I, I'm not sure if they won the doubles. I didn't actually stay around for the doubles, <laughs> um, but Argentina came out as the, as the victors. Uh, my initial impressions, just being in that stadium on a day session. Um, it wasn't full. It was probably like 50% full. Um, but having said that, there still was great atmosphere. I was actually impressed by how many Argentina and Chile fans there were in the stadium, and they were both kind of contributing um, to, to to the atmosphere. I just wish kind of the matches were a little bit more competitive than they were. But um, yeah, I really I had a really good time. Um, I think tonight is a sellout, and uh, we've got GB Kazakhstan That's going to be a sellout tomorrow. Surely. So that's going to be, I think, all the British fans. We must have one of the biggest contingents that have come over, I think. Um, so yeah, I mean, that helps around the smaller court to get that atmosphere going. So yeah, we will see what happens in that doubles uh, tonight. And I'm going to go and get some caffeine now, Joel, because again, I've been up since about 3:30 this morning. Yeah. 
so to save myself from falling asleep tonight I'm going to rush off now I'm just going to sit on this blue sofa to be honest I've done all the walking it? we've done so much walking we, we did a bit of culture culture cultural trip um, cultural walks this morning me and Kim going through a nice park in Madrid talking about plans podcasting plans for the future but um, we'll um, we'll obviously kind of talk about that at a later point in time but um, yeah this is kind of our, our little diary entry for Spain Croatia on the day, Wednesday Wednesday on day the Wednesday three. day three no, our first, my first day all day two anyway we'll be back tomorrow with more so um, see you then day four at the Kaja Magica for the Davis Cup where we are again outside the main court um, we're actually going into court three this time aren't we Kim for GB Kazakhstan which is going to happen in about 25 minutes time yeah we actually need to find court three first <laughs> I'm not sure where it is it's very, it's very <laughs> odd actually because it does feel like it's like one massive stadium court which is like holds 12,000 people and then yeah, I've not actually seen the other two courts, so yeah, I'm going to enjoy uh, finding finding those after we've recorded this. But um, let's talk about um, let's talk about the play from yesterday because obviously we saw Spain last night. Uh, Rafael Nadal playing twice, playing which playing, is lovely. Yeah, yeah, massive bonus playing in the singles and the doubles against. Croatia against Croatia <laughs> forgot, oh, I completely forgot yeah <laughs> well the best thing about Croatia was probably their band which was very <laughs> jolly and you know very sportive and had a nice little ditty after every point I think won. that's a I think that I think that it probably pretty much sums up their performance wasn't it yeah the, the band was better than the, the band was better than the tennis um, unfortunately I think yeah Chorich pulled out last minute and it meant that um, Nikola Mektic came in <laughs> he hasn't played a singles match in two years and he well it showed that didn't, didn't go well <laughs> didn't go well against Batista you know he's not first alternate at the World Tour Finals for nothing and um, he yeah he played some very solid very solid tennis came out with a very routine victory as did well Nadal's was a little bit less straightforward I mean it was still straightforward but um, I was actually quite impressed with um, Gojo Gojo Borna Gojo yeah there was more than one Borna there was one more than one Borna in the um, Croatia, Croatia team, team. <laughs> um, but yeah he played he played quite well I thought yeah he had a booming serve and you know yeah I think he's a good prospect he's only 21 he's 280 in the world at the moment so yeah Borna Gojo or Gojo no, I'm going to be I'm going to be looking out for him probably I'm, I'm assuming he can challenge a tour you know next season or whatever but, yeah um, he'd probably be good on the grass so hmm. maybe you know watch out for him Serbton challenger and like I don't know we'll see but yeah and then the doubles Mate Pavic who I'd forgotten Croatian doubles players are actually really good <laughs> Mate Pavic Ivan Dodig um, but yeah lo and behold Rafa came back onto court about half an hour after finishing his singles played with Marcel Granollers and they won in straight sets to cement the tie Spain's place in the quarters which was already obviously secure um, but yeah bonus extra sort of hour and a half of Rafa yeah, for, for you, me as a Rafa fan that was great because he, he, he played the match before and, and you went you know you you went off to get some yeah. some food and I was just waiting there and on the screen lo and behold Nadal's in and I was like is that, that, is that a typo <laughs> is that a typo I don't believe it until he steps on the tennis court and when he did you know we were trying to think like why why on earth would he play uh, you know two matches in a row with the doubles starting I think after 10 o'clock um, it, it yeah I mean it was a day, obviously they're on a day off today um, you think it might be something to do with the Olympics well I just thought is this with a, a nod to Tokyo 2020 that he wants to you know compete in the singles and the doubles you know he's defending doubles champion after all and whether that would be with Granollers or, or Mark Lopez if he's fit again I feel like Rafa, you know, is 
is would be put into both. Um, and that would have been a good test. Dodig and, yeah, and Pavic, that exactly. would have been a good test. And if he is going to play with Marcel or Granos, like they want to, you know, just get some practice in at this stage. Or it might be just practice for later in the week. If if, if it comes down to semi-finals, Rafa's probably going to want to play both matches. You know, I mean, it's it's at home in Madrid. Like, he's determined, I'm sure, to, <laughs> to clinch another Davis Cup. But, yeah, I, I did think it was an odd decision, but I'm hoping that means he feels, like, fit and, like... I mean, Strong if, enough and yeah. not too tired. It feels yeah. like we're we're a world away from you know Paris Masters where he had a slight ab- abdominal tear and now he's yeah. playing like two you know two matches in a row. <laughs> um, yeah and um, yeah so but obviously whilst that was going on there was there was controversy elsewhere because we had well we had Britain well, for a start. Yeah, actually, it let's was still talk, going on. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> Great Britain actually. Great Britain Netherlands. We thought that was going to be more of a formality than it was, but all the matches went. Um, sorry, the, f- the first two singles matches went three sets, and the doubles match was quite fiercely contested as well. And it basically meant that it was a really long, it was a really long day session, wasn't it, for, for it Great was. Britain fans? Yeah, they they we were like I think a set into the Bautista Agut match before the doubles tie even stepped onto court. So. I mean, they, the organisers yeah. must have been having a fit because, um, you know, Australia and Belgium were waiting to come on after that. And I think they didn't get on to court till about 8.30. And thank God the doubles went was just straight sets in the end. You know, Jamie Murray, Neil Skupski did it in two. But that it could easily, easily have gone very easily three. Have three. So yeah. I think really do think they're going to have to look at this timing for next year because the evening matches are just... I mean, it's very ambitious to think that you can get through two singles and a doubles rubber Three full, full sets as well for the deciding six. set. Yeah, exactly. They should really probably make the doubles third set a deciding set tie, tie break. break. Yeah. Um, Which would make sense. Maybe get rid that of would, scoring. Because that would be in line with you know what they do on the on, on the, the main tour. tour. Yeah. So you know I think a deciding set for doubles probably a bit too maybe a bit too much. Yeah, is a bit maybe is a bit too uh, asking for too much. But um, because also the other match was it? Oh, who was it? I can't. It's Jer- Jer- so USA USA overran USA USA Italy also ended started up started late started late yeah. because Germany and Argent- someone ran Argentina? late <laughs> Germany won a deciding deciding uh, doubles tiebreak 2018 yeah that's Kravitz and Mies your favourites love, love it they just keep <laughs> following us everywhere <laughs> um, yeah they won an epic epic tiebreak and again it meant the evening session started late and it, it finished early. Was well, it finished uh, early morning? Didn't 3:30 it? 3:30 in the morning. I think it was the second latest finish in tennis history after that Baghdatis Hewitt match at the AO. Um, but yeah, they. I think was that still a live rubber? I, people are saying it wasn't. Some I think are saying it is. But that's the thing we don't really know. Like the way that the groups have been done, and that the way of qualifying is quite confusing. Having these six groups of three. But I think what's interesting is like, as a result of those kind of t- those two day sessions that went late, we saw contrasting sort of approaches to that doubles match because in the um, Belgium, Aus- Australia. Belgium Australia match, I think um, Australia were already through having won both the singles and they stepped on court. Uh, here, John, John Pierce and, and Jordan Thompson won the first game and then promptly retired. Well, which is one solution, and it's a better solution probably than the USA-Canada match, which never got played at all. I mean, it's not really sporting, but I guess it makes a mockery of this whole situation where they're going to have to look into that for next year, aren't they? And I think the issue is that because you've got kind of groups of three, 
um, it, it makes it makes it magnifies the importance of that third tie, even if it is two nil. Yeah, um, because there's going to be two runners qualifier, up. Or one, two runners up. One qualifier who? Is, oh no, two two runner-up qualifiers. Two best runner-ups yeah. from the groups are <laughs> going to go us, through. Yeah. So, mm. you know, I think that is something they're definitely going to have to look at as well in terms of the, the scoring and the, and the format. I'm just looking, though. The America-Italy tie, it was a crucial doubles rubber because Taylor Fritz beat Berrettini in three sets. So that's not bad. Mm. So they had to play that. But they're due back on... Are they uh, due si- back on yeah, today? Yeah, 6 that's p.m. ridiculous. So they stepped off quarter around half three. Um, and, yeah, they're back on quarter at 6 p.m. So, again, very demanding... I mean, probably, you know, it's, it's too demanding. You know, Canada saw that and, you know, yeah, they they withdrew from the doubles. I mean, technically, it was, I think, three of their players were injured, so they didn't have to field the team, but it looked very it looked very iffy. No, I think it's Australia um, they're back on today, not, not America. It's Australia, Canada uh, okay. today. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I think it were on Friday already. I'm so <laughs> confused. But yeah, no, I mean, we'll see what happens. What do you think about Britain, Kazakhstan? We're, we're, we're going to see that today. Mm. Unfortunately, Andy Murray is not playing. We've just seen uh, on, on the news. Yeah. Bit gutting. So we've got Carl Edmund, presumably Carl Edmund and yeah. Dan Evans in the singles. And then I'm assuming it will again be Jamie Murray and Neil Skupski in the doubles. Yeah, a bit disappointed with Andy. I guess, you know, he was on court for a lot of time yesterday and you know if you know I think it just shows kind of Leon Smith's kind of confidence in Edmund and, and Edmund and Evans to basically get the job done against Kazakhstan and get us through you know we're in a pretty you know we are in a pretty strong position because we won that that first tie um, so will Dan Evans be playing Kukushkin because they're the two highest ranked you know singles players and then Edmund Bublik is that what we're expecting uh, I think yeah potentially I think Edmund is first is first on court um, we're going to bring him luck Joel we were there at AO when he reached the semi come on so hopefully this is a good omen exactly um, but they I was thinking who are the other two in the Kazakhstani team because I only know Kukushkin and Bublik it's D Popko and A Nedoyvisov mm. whether they'll play or not I'm not sure do you think um, it'll be a double, I don't Kukushkin Bublik doubles possibly I don't know. This is all very. You think we'd we'd have a we've got a, we've probably got a stronger doubles. We're probably stronger in the doubles, but you know I think with both the singles matches they are. I mean, what are they? 55, 45 GB. I feel like they could still go. They could be three set. I think they could be both be three set. They tuss- could be. Tussles. We could be in for a long um, day. I hope I don't have to leave halfway through a match. Oh yeah, because you're tonight. flying back tonight, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, I mean, let's hope it's competitive and interesting. But Britain get it done. Um, but also, yeah, I, I we've seen the Kazakhstani band uh, leader roaming around. So yeah. I'm expecting another. He's in like good. full rega- full Kazakhstan regalia. Yeah. Which I'm, up. <laughs> I'm expecting another musical day. <laughs> Um, we've got our flags all stocked up. I did stock up on a Serbian and German flag as well. We need to make Even sure we get that photo as well in the on the Davis Cup oh, yeah, booth with our, our, our champion as, as Davis Cup champions. What do you mean as Davis Cup? Well, champions? I think it's like a photo in <laughs> a photo front of, of a oh, green of a... screen that oh. says that we're like G- that we're like Davis Cup champions. Okay, so, well we are. We well, won it know. back in 2015. Exactly, exactly. Like so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do that before we step on to court, well we find court three. Court, find court three. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been. I think you know so far. I think you know the the tennis is. I think there's been a lot of chat about the format. And the lack of information, because we don't actually know who's playing who. Like It doesn't get released until very late on. And I think even the journalists are kind of struggling with 
information and yeah. who's you know qualifying I think they're going to have to revise this for next year but you know it's in its infancy like you have to learn from things and try different things so don't knock it until you tried it yeah and, and exactly. I've, and I've, we've had well we've had a great time so far you know for the Spanish tie last night it was pretty much full yeah you know lots of people stayed round for the doubles um, you know it was you know I've re- you know really enjoyed my time so far and I, you know I think the, the little things like seeing like all the flags out and the you know the bands for each country I think that makes it feel like Davis Cup there is that familiarity there that is quite is quite nice um, so um, yeah I've, I've enjoyed it I just think yeah the format is probably the biggest thing that needs to change as well as probably the app because I know a lot of fans yeah I, I downloaded it and then it said I still it's really need to confusing. download it oh, it's it really confusing impressed. yeah, yeah. anyway good. we will um, be back in a few days maybe after this tie we'll see what happens today um, to round up the rest of the action so until then enjoy the tennis and see you soon and GB are through in the Davis Cup to the quarterfinals they have just come out and beaten Kazakhstan 2-1 uh, the singles was shared uh, Kyle Edmund got GB off to a fantastic start then Kazakhstan uh, pegged GB back with Dan Evans losing to Alexander Bublik um, and then the doubles uh, Bublik and uh, Bublik and Kukushkin Bublik and Kukushkin lost to Jamie Murray and Neil Skupsky uh, quite convincingly in the end and yeah GB came out 2-1 winners they'll go on to the quarterfinals tomorrow evening and face I believe Germany on court two uh, we're just going to be talking about what's what has just happened Kim because we saw three matches let's start with the first one Kyle Edmund versus Kukushkin we thought that was kind of like a I mean, they were, when their when their names came up, there was like one ranking place between them, wasn't there? But really, actually, in terms of performance, you'd say that Edmund probably played above that ranking today, didn't he? Oh, for sure. He was playing, you know, much more like the Edmund of old, which we know, you know, when he puts it together, he's obviously much higher ranked than 67, 68, where he is at the moment. So, yeah, I thought that was going to be closer than it actually was, but you know, Kyle performed. Um, it looks promising going into tomorrow. I'm assuming he'll be put in to play again I'm not sure on the other I mean Dan Evans has lost both his singles now so would you go for Edmund and Murray I would personally yeah I think that's a question Leon Smith is going to have to answer now because yeah as you said Dan Evans has lost both of his and Kyle Edmund looked in good touch today um, you know I, I still kind of you know given the season he has had you know I still was in that second set waiting for the, the moment collapse. when it was going to turn because it you know this season it has kind of felt a little bit like you know Kyle Edmund can put in a good kind of hours play and maybe take a first set and maybe even go up a break in a second set but he always seems to get pegged back but um, you know he showed great great fight today um, to come through made it very easy and and simple and he just has a really good relationship working relationship with Leon Smith who quite clearly knows how to get the best tennis out of them yeah hopefully this will you know reinvigorate Kyle if he can get a few singles wins under his belt here you know going into the off season and then start of the next season I'm hoping this will give him like a boost in confidence. Um, but yeah, it does seem like him and Leon, you know, get on very well. And it's almost like maybe Kyle just needs that like on-court coaching <laughs> to give him that kind of boost and 
motivation. Yeah, you should be lobbying for it from the WTA. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, almost like Dan Evans was doing a bit of a Carl Edmund these last two days. He was in winning positions in both of his matches. Yeah, because today, again, he was very close. I mean, well, he was probably a get. Was he a game away? It was. It was, it was like he was a set up, and it was four all. I think was the closest he got to winning. And you know, you sense that you know Ev- Evans was going to pull out the victory in kind of like maybe two tight sets. But um, yeah, it it just kind of. I mean, it went south, and it went south quickly, d- didn't it? We did think it might be a bagel in the last set at one point. He went fall up down very quickly. Um, Bublik, you know, did kind of put it together a bit more as it went on. He was really going for a second serve, and he hit 11 double faults in total, which is a bit wild. So you might want to rein that in, but I think that's just kind of the player he is. He just goes for it, doesn't think much about it, maybe. No, it, it, his, his approach to... Watching his match, his approach to serving is like, rather than have a first serve and a second serve, it's like, I'm going to I'm gonna serve two first serves and hope hopefully one of them will make it. And you're going in going deeper into the match um yeah he was just coming off with lots of lots of winners less unforced errors and in the end yeah he prevailed against dan who i guess will dispute he would be disappointed because you know he took a tight first set um and you know he wasn't able to you know he wasn't able to snatch that that second set so you know leon smith again has that kind of a question to answer on you know do i pull out evans and put in edmund uh for for germany tomorrow I'm probably with Kim. I would, I would probably do that, given the performance I've, you know, I saw today um, of Edmund. But yeah, for Dan Evans, you know, great for for one set, but yeah, just kind of wasn't able to kind of give the the complete performance. Yeah, despite Bublik hitting at one point three three double faults. No, that was in the doubles. No, that was in the doubles. Yeah, Bublik hit but three he still double hit loads of double faults. Yeah, he? he hadn't learned his lesson. And he he did give us a a Bublik-esque uh, racket smash yes, at the end of the was, first set. That what was great. I, what I loved about that though was he smashed the racket and then he chucked it up to the Kazakhstan fans. What are they going to do with a broken racket? No, oh, frame it. it frame it. Oh, it <laughs> Find a weird shaped frame for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, the Kazakhstan band were in full force. Yeah. They, they were great. Yeah. They were great value. They were better they? than the Croatians last night. Yeah. Um, really strong sort of load of fans that came over for them. Um, you know, it was very, very boisterous. But you know, it yeah, because I would I think say, like, you know, I think he needed mm, that. that. I mean, back. if we if we kind of look at the fans, it was yeah, you know, I'd say the GB fans outnumbered the Kazakhstan fans, but definitely the Kazakhstan fans were a bit more bang for your buck rowdier yeah. and uh, yeah they um, they were yeah they were great they were great fun and, and to be to be fair you know Kazakhstan they came in they competed very well I think in the second singles um, I just think the issue they had is that GB ultimately had um, stronger depth and that obviously showed in the doubles where you know Kazakhstan were reliant on their two singles players coming out again uh, to play the doubles whereas GB could uh, bring in fresh legs in Neil Skupski and Jamie Murray and I feel like we might be needing them tomorrow as well as our trump card um, I'm not I think Germany they're playing Struff Jan Leonard Struff and Cole Schreiber they, they're yeah. the two singles players so will it be Edmund against Struff because they would be the top ranked I mean assuming Edmund plays and then Andy, and Andy against Cole Schreiber 
Yeah, I mean, that, that could be a and, Ale- and obviously okay. Alex Verev is off in, in South America yeah, as well. Yeah, he's doing so. his exhibitions with Federer. <laughs> I wonder if he's keeping an eye on, on how Germany are doing or whatever he's not bothered. And, um, and your favourites, Joel Kravitz, Kravitz and me. But actually, interestingly, if it does go to the doubles, mm. and that's two established pairings, like they both yeah. play, you know, all year round. So it's not like Jamie and Neil will be up against the team who have just been thrown together. Well, we were talking We were talking about the, the doubles and, and the fact that there, because there is no reverse singles, it does put that great importance on the doubles and you know in these ties the you know the doubles team can be the heroes and at the moment for GB certainly Skupski and Jamie Murray are almost our trump card you know if it comes down to it um against Germany that is probably going to be a lot a much tighter affair because you've got two you know you've got two doubles teams who play play with each other on the tour yeah so it's just like a regular tour level doubles match they'll probably know each other fairly well but yeah justice for doubles all the way um, <laughs> giving them you know their moment in the sun um, I mean the Fed Cup you know that final came down to doubles mm. so they, they have the doubles last so um, you know um, why not have I think it's it, the doubles is more interactive and fun often all the time and when everything's resting on it then it kind of brings out even more so yeah that that it's been it's been a good a good few days i'm i'm off now i've got to go to the airport sadly but joel you're coming back from serbia russia tomorrow yeah i was there was one point when i was kind of thinking oh when is gb going to play tomorrow because my flight is at 9 p.m so i could actually go to the day session but unfortunately gb are in the night session so i have purchased a ticket for russia versus serbia so that will be novak djokovic Filip Kranjevic, who is apparently playing very well this week. Yeah. Um, probably in the singles uh, against, catch, you'd think, Kachnov and Rublev. Um, and, yeah, I think that's that could be a very interesting tie. I mean, I don't think Djokovic has been really challenged yet this week, but potentially that might all change tomorrow. Um, and we could be in for a thrilling... Well, I hopefully we'll be in for a thrilling tie. But hopefully it'll be over by... 6 7 p.m. so I can uh, so not too thrilling, so I then. don't have to so I, I can make my I can make my flight in the evening and also I mean as we go into the you know the quarters semis finals it, it's going to be interesting to see how many fans kind of stay because a lot of fans obviously have booked their tickets for the group stages so we've got these amazing you know musicians and brass bands in the audience but you know it's it's not sure they weren't sure if their teams would then qualify so if people haven't you know got flexible plans we might see a kind of a lack of atmosphere this weekend because you know it, we there's no certainty that your team were going to be there in like the semis um, so it might be more general fans possibly I, I don't know how it's going to work out we, it might be this weekend that we see like a real drop in yeah. national support <laughs> yeah it might just be all Spain you know yeah. Spanish, play, Spanish spectators on a weekend although uh, Roberto Bautista Group has pulled out uh, we should just add oh, yes. due to personal reasons mm. so that does hinder Spain's chances somewhat I mean Pablo Carreno Busta will come in you would assume for the second singles bit of PCB but he's not going to be you know fret. he's yeah. not going to be match ready really he hasn't played all week so that will yeah. be interesting to that is that, that de- definitely does kind of spice things up because you probably put Spain as one of one of the favourites you know I, I mean Canada have been playing well this week Australia it's, I think Australia, looking good yeah I mean to be honest it still feels like it could be is anyone's for the taking really and you know I put GB in that kind of set as well I think we just got to take it one match at a time obviously Andy Murray wasn't playing today so he'll be fresh you'd think for the singles tomorrow unless he's been eating too many chocolate well, biscuits well that's a good yeah. point actually yeah. um, I could do it with some chocolate biscuits I was making I did you know we, we did a little bit of Andy Murray watch I didn't see any biscuits come out <laughs> on the court 
I um, think he'd get like criticised so much on Twitter <laughs> if he just sat there eating like a hot Well, dog. I think this, this might be a, you know, Vitti's, sign him up. <laughs> yeah, he needs sponsorship. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, we will, uh, ooh, yeah, we'll, we'll be looking forward to seeing how GB get on uh, against Germany tomorrow. Uh, we'll be catching up um, on the Davis Cup and the business end of the tournament on Sunday. Um, and yeah, we'll... Uh, We'll be back then and, uh, yeah, enjoy your tennis and we'll see you shortly. Bye.